Today on the Tim Man Podcast Show, I've got Caroline Britton, personal growth mentor. Yeah. Energy healer. Yes. When somebody asks you what you do, Caroline, <laughs> what do they what do you actually come back with? Do you know what, it really it really depends who I'm talking to, but I just say what I do is help people transform and transform yeah. through the power of energy. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so I guess we're all we're all energy. We're yeah. all energetic beings. So if you break down anything from the table to our body to the moon, it's energy. So what I teach people is how you work with energy, the energy of you, the energy of source, and the energy of everything that is. Because everything has a vibration. We're talking about the force here, isn't it? Star Wars, yeah, the force, about, yeah. yeah. If you, whatever you want to go, force, universe, people call it God, whatever it is, you know, yeah. Mother Earth, like, whatever. Are people receptive you. to this conversation? They are, I mean, because you work with some, like, say you work with footballers and stuff like that, yeah. and I'm thinking, are, are these people receptive to your... Yeah, so it's really how you, it's semantics, yeah, so it's how I position it, really. So I tend to focus more on the transformation, so not to kind of alarm people. But as soon as people sit with me, and I do work with one-to-one clients, they're like, how on earth do you know that about me? So I have an ability just to be able to see everything in terms of energy and to understand people. So you've heard of the Claire's, like clairsentience, where you can feel things that other people feel. Claircognizance, where you just know something. Clairaudience, you hear things. Clairvoyance, where you see things. I have all the Claire's, so I just have an ability to sit in front of somebody or on a screen or in a room of hundreds of people, and I can immediately tune into their energy, and I can understand what's blocking them, how to open them up, uh, their greater path. I can speak soul to soul. I just speak in terms of energy. Like a musician can just download music or an artist can download visions and pictures. I just have that gift to be able to almost tune myself into a radio station. It's like an energetic frequency. I can just tune in and understand the vibration of somebody or something. How, where did that come about? How did you... <sighs> well, do you know what? I've actually I come from... A, it's an interesting because I come from a very psychic family on my dad's side. My dad's actually got a PhD in chemistry, so he is Mr. Science, but his grandmothers were both psychic, and then my half-sister's psychic, my aunt's psychic, so I've got it running all the way through the family. So as a very young child, I had just this ability to be able to know things, crazy things. Like I remember I was nine. We'd been to um, my friend's parents' house. I came in and I put my hand on the front door and I just knew we'd been burgled. I just knew. I can remember thinking we've been burgled. Then I would go through stages where I'd see things in my room. I'd just intuitively know things about people. I I had like sort of a spooky stage where I'd see things at the end of my bed. And then... There was this sort of move away from it, I think, in my 20s when I went into a very corporate job. So people would always know I had good intuition, but I really dampened it down. And then after my second child, it like came back with like, I will say a vengeance. It was like being continually prodded on my shoulder. And the way that I sort of transitioned into owning it, it was like a real gradual process for me. So I started off as a business coach and a life coach but I'd sit in front of people and I would just know things and I'd use those skills, but I wouldn't brand myself like that. And then I would say about a year into my coaching business, I did this post and I wrote about these psychic gifts I had. And um, I remember I wrote it, walked out the bedroom and then ran back to delete it. I was like, God, no. What made you, what made you feel that that post was right at that time? I just had a feeling. You know, I'm sure you get this in your business. Like we are so gut led. You know, sometimes things don't make sense. And what excites me so much is, I think, especially when things don't make sense, you should yeah. go for it. Because yeah. our mind's very limited. Yeah. My mind my mind is limited, so it's always going to be quite closed in the way it wants me to see things, what it thinks is possible for me. But it's like this greater energy that we can tap into where it's like a gut instinct and you just know. And I've done some crazy things and called in some crazy things, and it's all been from that energy. Give me an example. Sitting at the country club, which we were just talking about you did branding for, yeah. and I'd read a book 
about Necker, um, about Necker Island. And I thought, do you know what, it'd be really cool to go there. And then there was a picture of Richard Branson popped up on the screen. And I remember thinking, I'm going to go there. Two years later, I'm sitting in my kitchen and I was thinking about how I wanted to be around really successful women who were doing amazing things in this world. And I was journaling and I wrote a collective of women in person. 20 hours later, I get a text message off somebody saying, this might be really good for you. It was called The Collective, and it was going to Necker Island with Richard Branson for five days, and then I was there like six months later. Nuts, eh? Did you know? I just knew that I was supposed to. I just, it's like I've got all, I've got all of these things that I can see, like I know I'm going to be working with people in Hollywood. I know that I can see myself at the kitchen island of these really famous people, helping them connect to soul and purpose more and to have a more spiritual approach we can send ripples through the universe i can literally see all of these things it's just a matter of when they'll happen exciting that isn't it? yeah i mean giving up my corporate job was nuts i had loads of money on credit cards i had two young children i'd never run a business before i'd worked for 14 years you know setting myself up in this corporate job and i just i just knew I just knew. And I'll tell you a nuts story about this. You'll like this one. About four months before I decided to give up my job, I had this vision that I wanted to live in this house. I wanted to have this big family home for like personal reasons and things that had happened in my lifetime. I was like, that felt really important to me. So I put it out to the universe. And maybe two months later, I decided to run a workshop. And I was going to interview entrepreneurs and find out about their stories when I walked into the venue to teach this first workshop a guy from the bar next door came in had a conversation and said I heard you were doing a workshop I bought some glasses I wanted to help you I said great anyway he left and really weirdly three years later he was the guy that bought my house that enabled me to be able to go and buy the forever home. So it's like the universe had heard me and sent him and I didn't realise at the time how all these pieces link together. And I think if a lot of us look at our lives, and I'm sure if you look at your business journey, aren't you amazed at how many synchronicities need to occur to get you to where you are? And that's really exciting, isn't it? If you can just surrender to the bigger flow of life yeah trust it's all it. happening yeah. for you yeah yeah what is how do you put something out to the universe yeah. you know use what this forever home how do you put that out there how does somebody put put it out there so i think it's really about how you feel <coughs> so what i always say is try and focus less on the thing but more on the feeling it's going to give you so you know you see a lot of people who are really caught up and i want to earn more money yeah and they think well, it's, I want the money, I want the money. And it's like, well, what feelings do you think the money's going to give you? It's going to make me feel secure and peaceful and safe. Well, can we focus on feeling those things now? Can we purposely focus on things in your life that bring that to you? And then money comes as a byproduct of that. Yeah, yeah, result of what you've done. Yeah, and who you are. It's all about, you know, I'm a big believer in the blend of this feminine and masculine energetics. So when I talk yeah, about I'm really that, working on that at the minute. Yeah. I can try to get a bit more feminine yeah. too. So fe- whether you're male or female, the feminine, the ability to be, create, surrender, flow, express, feel, intuition, masculine energy, do, striving, mm. moving things forwards. And we want both. Yeah. What was a game changer for me is... It always used to be about what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? What I now say is who do I choose to be? And once I embody that energy, I do from that place. And it just gives you completely next level results. How do you get to that sort of like knowing? Have you, is this sort of you sitting in stillness thinking about it? Or have you had a lot of good mentors and coaches that have helped you both I mean I've had I've invested a lot in my own mentors and coaches and I do a lot of spiritual work you know I've got healers and Reiki masters and psych I work with lots of different people and a lot on the body and somatics because this is key isn't it and but what I do is I just spend time for me it's often walking or exercising in nature and I just drop in and I just start feeling like who is that person that's calling me forward? Like, what's that higher self, that part of me? Um, what's she like? How does she speak? What does she believe? 
what does she do, what are her habits, um, all of these things. And once I get clear on that, then that's the filter through which everything has to pass. Because a lot of people will do manifestation I love work. love that, Caroline. Really Good. love that. Really love that, yeah. Because a lot of... How do you get this over to people? Like, Because I'm very open to this. You yeah. know, I love it. I've been doing spirituality since I was like in my early 20s. Yeah. Uh, but how do you get this to somebody you're so closed off? It's like, the, the way you deliver it must be so different to everyone else's. Yeah. Spirituality, woo-woo Wendy and Crystal Ken at the minute are ruining spirituality for me think... without calling them. That, you know, people like yourself who actually... I've got this beautiful message to actually... How do, you, how, do you, how do you get past that? The first thing I think is really important, I think what we're seeing a lot in the spiritual community is like, look at me and put me on this like pedestal and do what I say. Yeah. There's nothing to say that I'm right and somebody's wrong. There is no hierarchy. What it's about for me is I embody this, I lead in this space and it gives people permission to lead themselves, not to follow me, to lead themselves. Love that. So when I'm in a room with people, I I don't I didn't know what I was going to say when I sat here. I don't know what I'm going to say when I go to teach or I do a big speaking event. I trust that the words and the messages will be delivered perfectly to land with the people in the room. So we talked about uh, Kew Gardens a little bit earlier before we were recording. Yeah. But I had about 120 people in that room. And I remember there so was... So tell me the story of Kew Gardens. What, what is that? Yeah, so we were talking, weren't we, about you being very visual and us having visions. And I was saying, and, and how it's sometimes difficult for our teams to work with it because I don't know about you, I'm like the stream of creative ideas and it, it can be quite hard to keep up with. And I move very quickly. Yeah. And I'd had this vision of this room with big glass windows where I was supposed to speak for six hours non-stop um, surrounded by all of these plants and I called up Sonarko on my team who's worked with me for six years and said can you find it for me I don't know where it is and she was like oh my God, Caroline I was like oh no, I'm sorry and then it sort of came across her path and it was Kew Gardens and it's got these floor to ceiling amazing glass windows and obviously sat in these like beautiful you know it's beautiful um, garden uh, floor to ceiling windows and then these sort of beautiful views of the plants and I was in there and I was talking and there was a woman at the back and her friend had bought her and she was a barrister and she, you could just tell she was like really uh, um, coming up against what I was saying. Anyway, her friend came up to me in a break and was talking to me and I could see her friend in the background. And she said, oh, I just want to introduce you to my friend. And her friend stepped in and was sweet enough and said, oh, do you know what? It's just not really my thing. And I said, that's okay, you know. And she said, oh, you know, I just, I really struggle with these things. And then I heard, I, I hear a lot of messages. I heard clear as day. She's got a huge fear of death. You need to talk to her about it. <laughs> and I thought, and I, I'm going to give you another story after this because this will blow your mind because these things happen and you don't always want to deliver yeah, the message. Yeah. This is not a job for ego yeah. because my ego is like, she's already. Yeah. So I started saying to her, you know, does it feel make you feel anxious? I was sort of warming up. Does it make you feel anxious to be here? She said, oh, not really. And I said... You knew how to talk to her. You knew how to... You can't ask her straight off. No. You knew that. You have it, to... Yeah, exactly. Like, sort of slowly kind of... Yeah, that's how she needs to be pivot treated. Pivot in, yeah. And then she said, oh, no, not really. And, and then we started talking about fears, and it just sort of came up really organically. And I said... You know, often people can have a fear of, of things that just don't make sense, like death, for example. And she looked at me. Oh, that was good. And then her whole, good, her whole body language changed. And then we had this most amazing conversation. The whole vibration of a frequency changed. Tim, I cannot tell you the rest of it. She, was, she couldn't have been lent any further forwards into the session. So it doesn't matter who's in the room. My job is they will tell me if they're ready, and sometimes people are not, what to say, how to approach it, and what messages that source want to give to that person. And then my job is, without ego and worrying whether people think I'm nuts, is to do that. And that took me a while, but now it's like the ego stays at the door, and 
I deliver whatever needs to be delivered. I kind of said you were legit, mate, but fuck me, you are legit. <laughs> Thank you. That, Thank it, you. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. And do, are you getting scared at these? Did you used to get scared of, listen, what is that, Claire? All the Claire's really interest me after yeah. you've talked. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is she talking yeah, about? Yeah, so I you're, I feel like you're very Claire sentient. So I you get, embody the feelings of people yeah, very, yeah, very yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah, But I, I, then I, um, when I'm in the meetings and I'm doing meetings, sometimes I get these things that you need to ask this question yeah, and I don't exactly. know what it is I, I don't know if I've lent into it enough to be honest yeah. um, but somebody said oh you need to ask about the triple A's and I'm just like yeah. did somebody just say that or why am I asked what is that what is it yeah because people say to me my mum asked me this and my dad like what's the voice it's not like a you know it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a almost like an inner voice that you hear but then it depends because if I'm working with people I can often get people whose past come through which is more mediumship that's not me so I had an I had a nuts experience and for like people who are like listening just have an open mind to this because this is really out there but again I feel like I need to say it she doesn't care really no I don't really care um and I went to a beauty salon this was about a year ago and a woman came she had like a a mask on she's a young girl and was like in her 20s and she said I'll come into this room and immediately I heard this voice like I've got a message for her she's my daughter I've got a message for her and I was going in my head there's absolutely (laughs) no way in a beauty salon with somebody he's not asked I'm gonna do this so I was literally going no and he just kept showing me this picture of this um bird tattoo on his left forearm and he was like, I need to talk to her about the birds. I need to talk to her. I need a mess. I need to get her a message. And I was going, no. He went, are you feeling, are you, are you scared? What I'm you? not scared. I'm slightly like, come on. Like, how have I walked in with such an open channel? Because I, I you know, I have to be really careful not to constantly be open because people are flying in all the time. I was more sort of, my ego was like, there's absolutely no way. I'm in a beauty salon. It's my day off. She hasn't asked. She's a young girl. Have you got such a good dynamic, you, from business to spirituality? I know, and I come you've, from you've I come balanced from a it so beautifully. Thank you, because I come really from a have. management consultancy, so I'm very strategic and analytical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this side, so she's sitting in front of me, and she starts telling me that she's got this big life decision to make about going to Australia. And this, is, and then I realise, okay, he's got a message. So anyway, <laughs> I'm saying no, and then she starts talking to me about how she was sectioned in COVID with really bad mental health. And he wouldn't give up, and I just knew. So I said to her, you must have spent a lot of time in your room looking out of the window. And she said, yes, I did. And I said, watching the birds. And she looked at me and said, what? I said, watching the birds. And she said, how do you know that? And I said, I really hope you don't mind. I'm psychic. I've got a message for you. Is it, are you comfortable if I deliver it? And she said, of course, I'm really into those things. And I said, has your dad passed? And she said, yes. And I said, did he have a bird tattoo on his left forearm? I still get goosebumps. On his left forearm. And she said, yes. I said, he's got a message for you. And I gave her the message. She cried. I cried. (laughs) We're literally cuddling. And then she found me on Instagram about two weeks later and sent me a picture. I have to show it to you. Remind me. um, A picture of her dad holding her as a baby with the bird tattoo and said, look exactly what you said on his left arm. I left him and I, you know, when you're in that state of like euphoric gratitude, I thought, what a thing thing to be able to do and give. And it was all around her moving to Australia and it being the right thing. And I just thought like, that is what, like what, how lucky am I to have that gift? And I'm, I'm really grateful for it. I mean, fundamentally, I'm not, I'm not scared because I do the, protection work and I make sure that it's all clear and clean and the right kind of people come through but how lucky am I to be able to access that it's amazing it's amazing (laughs) (laughs) that is such a great story how do you protect yourself then what when you say you do protection work so I teach a lot of people I do a lot of work with teaching people I have no idea the conversation could turn out like one I know it's nuts isn't it um so I do a lot of training with people about becoming intuitive coaches or, or developing these skills. 
you have to be really careful with how you open up your energy. Just for the people you work with, got a lot of trauma attached and maybe attachments and stuff yeah, like that. Is that yeah. what you mean? Yeah, is that or just generally like I won't work with if, if I get a nudge, like if I'd got a nudge like mm, I'm not sure about sitting with Tim, his vibe doesn't feel great, I wouldn't yeah. have come. Like I really honour that. So I, I honour how people feel who are around me. Like I had um somebody come to the house it sounds silly but like I always have a really good like um experience with tradesmen and I had a guy come to the house and I really didn't like his energy as soon as he walked in so I was really clear with spirit he can't come back again and he was supposed to come back two weeks ago and I've never heard from him and it's and it's all it's all really weird so I'm very clear about who and who can't come in I literally protect my energy fields i Every, when you and I leave, I'll say to myself, please release any energy that's not mine and call all my energy back to me. So I'm constantly clearing up the energy. Because for me, if I go into the Trafford Centre or I go to London a lot on the yeah, tube, I'm yeah, like yeah, yeah. absolutely spent. I, yeah. Or if I'm with somebody and I feel a bit... It's almost like I'm so tuned into my energy that I know what's not mine and what is. I do that in the sauna. I have to leave the sauna yeah, at the gym. Makes sense. Because I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like yeah. I don't feel with the people that's in there. And the great thing for you, because you're so receptive, mm. if you can lean into it more. So there are downsides and we're more sensitive. We feel things. I can't watch anything that's remotely sad or traumatic because I'm like up for hours thinking about it. My son's the same. If I... You know, my son gets in the car and he'll say, I hope that man's okay on that ladder or I hope that person's okay, they look sad. He's And I understand that level of feeling and it can hurt. But in our feelings are our superpower. So the more that you can access the depths of how you can feel, and that means holding pain as well as pleasure, the more you're able to access all that guidance coming through. So for you, you might be like, oh, you know, hearing these things come through when I'm in a meeting or being exhausted when I go to a sauna or feeling drained about being around that person. Mm. If you do the work to clear up the energy, you know, in terms of protecting yourself and making sure that you're okay, yeah. you can then open up and allow what's trying to come through because they're two sides of the same coin. Yeah, because I find it really hard to go to like social gatherings and, and networking and stuff like that. I just, I feel absolutely exhausted afterwards and I can't put my finger on it, why? So if I was you, what I'd be doing is, first of all, you've got to make sure that you ground. So if you're a bit heady and lightheaded sometimes, mm. make sure that you ground yourself. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing that a lot, and going to take the warts on the thing, but maybe I'm not doing it as often as yeah. I should. Get your feet on the floor and ground and think those, like, because you're, yeah. like, when I, because when I... Yeah, it really benefits me. When I'm tuning into your energy now, yeah. um, you're a man who's so good in his root. You're very, you're very, um, you're very connected to the like a man of the earth. I'm getting very connected to the earth, very connected to your root. Um, and what you want to think about is if if the energy is coming and it's like a triangle, so you often feel it in your tummy. Yeah. 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 The it's because the energy comes in and I've got my hands. The camera can see my hands like a sort of inverted triangle. Yeah. If you're not doing the grounding work, it's all getting caught like that in your tummy. The grounding work yeah. opens it up like You know a what funnel. I'm getting? I get um I get bloating in my stomach. Yeah. I can feel that and I can feel it for yeah, you. Yeah, 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 Um so that's that will be your key that you need to ground more. So just closing your eyes and feeling those roots like a kind of tree into the earth. Also work with the energy of blue. So working with the energy of putting yourself in a blue bubble and that's really going to help your throat chakra when you feel it shuts down sometimes. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got a lot of red energy. I feel it. I need to balance it out with the blue, which is the feminine, yeah, yeah. which is what we talked yeah, about yeah. before. Yeah. Beautiful, mate. Yeah. Yeah, really connected with me that. Yeah, that'd be great for you. Yeah. And it will just... Because um, I really feel... This is not a session, but it's coming through. I really feel for you. You know, when you're in a meeting, you can command a room mm. without necessarily speaking because of your presence. You hold a lot of, like, strong male energy. I yeah. feel like people feel very safe with you. But if you work with that blue energy, your delivery can permeate in a more feminine way rather than being... Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. That's really resonating with me, that. Yeah. How do people work with you? How do people find you? Do you do marketing? Fair? Are you just like, is it fucking word of mouth? What's... I get a lot of word of mouth. Yeah. Um, I've never been into like Instagram ads or Facebook ads or anything like that. I've never done that. Yeah. Um, it's been really just quite a lot of like serendipity, a lot of, and, and hard work, of course. Like, so I, a lot of people will refer me. Um, 
I do like masterclasses. I do a lot of things like this. The more I speak, because of my numerology, I've got a lot of fives, a lot of throat chakra. What? Yeah, we'll talk about that. Okay. We should look at yours. I'd no, be okay. really, I bet you've got a 10 in it. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. Right. Um, natural leader energy. So because I've got a lot of fives in it, this is my, whenever I speak, whether I'm on a podcast or in a room with somebody, my business always grows. So I would imagine I'll probably leave here and there'll, there'll be sales or there'll be, yeah. I mean, it's just something happens when I, when I'm in front of people or speaking. So that's my like go-to. So I keep my strategy very simple. It's like, can I be on a podcast once a month, do a speaking event once a month and the business grows from there. But it's definitely an energetic business. So the more I am in my power, my personal power, the more the business will grow. So when I talk about personal power, people get it confused with power. So a lot of people can be circumstantially powerful. So by that, I mean, Tim, you feel powerful if everything's going your way, you've won the you know, yeah, one, yeah, 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 the pitch, um, yeah. everything, you're having a good day, you're feeling good. Mm. We can be in power because of the circumstances are dictating it. Personal power is can you hold on to your power, your center, when it all feels shit, like it's going it to fine. shit? Yeah, 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 and it's like literally like a chaos around you. Yeah. I got a masterclass in that last year. It's like how much can you hold when it's like a tornado in pretty much every part of your life, Caroline? What's so interesting is what's come off the flip side. I've never found it so easy to get business and speaking events and things are just happening all the time. So there's always that the universal, I I really believe this, the universe, if you declare something, so I declared I wanted stratospheric growth from a balanced nervous system. (laughs) The The first thing the universe did was just, what can I do to throw your nervous system out of whack? So it didn't, so I thought, well, I'll have the growth bit, but it's like, no, let's see. What, as in put you out of your comfort zone? Yeah, put you out of your comfort zone, cause problems, put you in states of stress, high adrenaline. What can we do so that you have to hold people, clients, situations, power source when all this is going on? So that was like a masterclass for me. And then the more I was able to regulate my nervous system through that, the more I grew. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So people will say, the other year it was like I want to my word for the year was receiving so the first thing it did for the first six months of the year was highlighted everywhere where I was over giving every person every situation that was presented to me was around the theme of where I was over giving so in order to be able to receive I had to fix the wound that wanted to overgive. so for anybody who's having knocks or obstacles or challenges there's there's like it's an assignment there's gold dust in it it's trying to show you something because you've asked for something amazing so recognize what the assignment is learn from it and just trust it's all happening for your greatest good so are you saying like when somebody gets triggered and then they like get really big trigger from that that that's basically what you kind of got to look at and the reason you felt like that is that you need to look at so I remember I had a client, the CEO of this company, and um, his wife had bought him a session. And I came in, he was sitting on top of his island, big guy, with his legs crossed. And I thought, this is going to be interesting, because he didn't want to be there. And Do you love that? Did you, you buzz off that? That um, person who's there and you can kind of get through to him? Yeah, well, you know, it's always, you You just try and keep the ego out of it. So you'll say it'll be what it'll be. What, I, what I'm really careful about is I'm not here to prove. So if, you know, I'm not here to prove to you yeah. that I'm good, I'm how, not going to risk me the energy. It will be what it will be. And even if I irritate them or I trigger people like on this podcast, I'm still potentially of high service. Yeah. So if I can, and for somebody who likes people to like me, it's been a lot of work to get there. So you've been a people pleaser, an overgiver. Absolutely, yeah. Right. Oh yeah, my whole life. And how did you, when you looked at that, how yeah. did you think to yourself, right, okay, how do you, is the, is the word fix, right? How did you look at that to kind of put the boundary in place so you're not... I understood where it came from. So I looked really deep into childhood. I looked at my ancestry. I looked at 
how I'd been conditioned. So it's interesting for me, my dad's comes from a really working class background, didn't have any money when he, they were growing up. And I've definitely got that in my blood of like, you work for it, you sacrifice it, it should be hard. Like you keep going, you push, you graft, you're humble, you're this. Um, and I've had to do some work around that because, you know, as the business grew and I bought a nice house and, you know. What's next? I'm graft more. Yeah, and it would, there was an energy of like, I felt like an imposter or who am I to have this or it's greedy or it's not what's done in this. And it's it's funny how we pick these things up. So we've got to look at what we've taken because every generation is passing things down. So imagine like this rucksack full of rocks and they've been passed down generation to generation just keep picking them up it gets heavy yeah and the thing is this is why I'm so passionate about doing this work is because it changes everything that's to come with the generations so you know I can I can sit there all day to my children and say know you're enough and prioritise you and you're worthy but if I'm not embodying it the kids are not listening to what I say they're looking at who I am and what I do. So my job, my absolute responsibility is to self. I have to do the work. I have to embody what it is I want my kids to. And when I do that, I'm breaking patterns all over the place. And when I'm doing it with clients, we're breaking patterns all over the place. And I sit with so many incredible people. Tell, tell me the story of that CEO then. Yeah, so he was saying to me, um, I was doing a lot of work around money mindset. This was an interesting, I keep diverting, but I'd basically been doing a lot of work on money mindset, could not get my my amount I was bringing into the business above what I earned in the corporate world, just couldn't. And I just knew it wasn't strategy, I knew it was energetic. And then he was gifted to me. I sit down with him and he made a comment about something with people with less money being beneath him. So I was really triggered, not that he would have known, but I was. And I could have called up all my friends and said, isn't it outrageous? Or I could have like spoken to somebody and said, isn't it outrageous? That's not, that wasn't the point. The point was, why was I so bothered? Like, why did it bother me? It wouldn't bother me if he'd said something about people with, you know, brown hair. It just bothered me because it was about money. So I took that as a gift and I looked at why it bothered me. And I was like, mm, there's something in me that thinks people have more power success more success are better than me and i had to look at that and break it what and was then, that what was that what was that i think that was an ancestral thing for sure yeah. and some and some coding as a child you know as a child and um you know and it's so interesting isn't it when you look at the, the language your parents i've got amazing parents but the language that yeah my mum said to my son you know, money doesn't grow on trees. That's like, that's the kind of shit, mum, that I've been, you know, reprogramming. And she sort of laughed. But they people say things and they stick yeah, as yeah, a coding. Yeah, yeah. What was interesting about that money story is I realised when I did the work around that, that I also had a story because our beliefs are so powerful that I couldn't do a job I loved, have flexibility, freedom, pick my kids up from school and earn more money because something had to give. Did that work within... Two weeks, my business trebled with the amount of money it was bringing in. It is amazing. We are the product of what we believe. So we've got to look at it. So I keep seeing this thing on yeah. Instagram, people calling it belief coding. Okay. Is this what this is? I guess it is, yeah. So I think... You just kind of branded it up. Yeah, so you know how... Yeah, I guess so. So it's funny, I'll say something and people will say, oh, I've heard about that, it's called this. And I'm not sure. I yeah, mean, this yeah, is yeah. a lot of this I get, you know as my kind of style of what comes through. But you know, we talked at the beginning about identity. Yeah. When you're thinking about the person that you're claiming, so you'd say, I'm Tim Marner, I run this incredible business, I've won loads of awards, I've got an amazing team. I'm a, you will have a belief about who you are. I'm creative, I'm a leader, I'm capable. You'll have these beliefs about yourself which are attracting that success. When you decide to take something to the next level, Yeah. It's then looking in, so I'm Tim Marner, I've got global brand, and I've got a global team, and I'm this, and I operate like this, and I get to do less, and my very presence transforms people. You start coding yourself with the different beliefs, it attracts at that level. So we talked about my trip to Necker Island. When you sit with Richard Branson, his view of himself is very, very 
interesting to me. The way he views life, it's not, it isn't about the money, it's about adventure and risk and um, play and family and all of that. That was my interpretation anyway. And you can see how, yes, the money came, but actually what he's done is a match for who he believes himself to be and what he thought was possible, like going to space and doing all these amazing things that he's done. Fucking nuts, isn't it? Yeah, it is nuts. My mushrooms have told me something different about myself. <laughs> that basically told me that I'm nothing. And I'm just yeah. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't want to hear that. That yeah. was scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. In order for me to be everything. So you kind of build up this identity, you know, yeah. going gym, muscle, you know, yeah, yeah. all this yeah, bullshit yeah. Yeah. for protection where you really... Yeah. you got to get rid of all that, really. You do. And I think it's like, if we can stop... Do you want know one of the best things I ever did? And, I'm, and this is still a work in progress because I'm so far from being perfect at any of this stuff. I'm still working on it. What I decided to do, maybe like a, probably a year ago, it's a big thing in 2023. I just decided I was going to stop making things mean things about me. So if a client didn't sign up or I got an unexpected tax bill or something happened, rather than creating an unhelpful narrative around it, meaning I was a bad person or a bad entrepreneur or this or that or whatever it would be, I said, I'm no longer going to create a story of me flogging myself or critiquing myself around something that happens. I'm going to try and have a neutrality towards it that this has happened, I learned from it, and actually... I'm going to see it as a lesson rather than making it mean something about me. That's really helped me because I'm able to just process and go through things much more quickly now rather than creating it and then we create the story and then we think about it and we attach all these things to it and it's just, you know, it becomes too much and all of a sudden we're buying into this narrative that just is something that we've created. Bullshit. And it's bullshit, yeah. Yeah, it is. What's your... um... What's your views on psychedelics and stuff like that? I think I think it's amazing. I think, mm, I think that it's really exciting the modalities that are coming forward. So we look at things yeah. like um, psychedelics or some of these modalities that are coming, like um, internal family family systems yeah. or rapid transforma- transformational therapy, and all of these things and the scientific evidence around helping people with PTSD or trauma. I think it's a really exciting time. Yeah, the internal family systems is really interesting, isn't isn't it? it? Yeah. Really interesting. About you've got all these sort of different voices in your head coming from different aspects. Yeah, and nothing's bad. Yeah, and nothing's bad. And, and, you know, you've got your inner critic and then you've got your protector and all of these things that are trying to ultimately help you. But I think there's so many so many resources available to people and people doing such good work with, with, and particularly I feel around men and PTSD and trauma in a way that's safe for them. And there's some incredible science around the impact that it's having. Um, And plant medicine's just, you know, taking off, isn't it? And I think it's, it's exciting. Yeah, really exciting. Yeah. So talk to me about the numbers then. Talk to me about the fives and stuff like that. Yeah, so that. I'm not a numerologist. I've, I've trained in it, but I'm definitely um, not, you know, an expert, expert in it. But we basically, with our date of birth, we are given, the universe is, is based on numbers. And with our date of birth, we have a certain sequence of numbers that tells us things about ourselves. So we can yeah. look at our date of birth and we know what... Um, we have a propensity to have strengths in and then weaknesses in. So I know things that I'm naturally going to be good at and things that are going to be a bit of a weakness for me. So for instance, I'm with my numerology, a natural healer and naturally good at connecting to source, a natural leader, but from a feminine point of view, where I have to be careful with my numbers is that I can easily come out of balance I can easily have a dysregulated nervous system and I can fall into the masculine rather than being in the feminine. And then you've got a life path number and mine's a five. So I'm a teacher. So my energy, the more that I teach and the more that I honor that life, so I'm t- I guess I'm teaching now. You wouldn't yeah, say yeah, traditional yeah, yeah, yeah. teaching, but the more I honor that, the more it's proportional to the success. So it helps give you a bit of a roadmap, a bit like astrology and all these different, you know, resources that are out there so it can guide you on how best to be the fullest expression of you because 
you know, we're born, aren't we? And then we're immediately told we're not enough. And it's all about what you think, not what you feel. And then all of a sudden you decide because teachers or parents or peers or circumstances tell you you are something, your economic circumstance, you buy into it. And actually it's nothing but an illusion, a construct that you don't actually have to buy into. And I recognize, you know, a lot of people are born into situations where they don't have the luxury of being able to spend all this time doing these things. But I'm really, if we could just get to children, we can start speaking to them and helping them understand you're not a product of your circumstances or your parents or your ancestry, then we can change the world. But, you know, that's that's one thing for me. That's like like a big vision of yours. It really is. I'm just not quite sure how I'm going to do it. I can feel your energy change when you talk when you said that then. Yeah. Yeah. How does someone find out the new? You just go to a website, type your birth date in, and yeah, well, so there's different types of numerology. So um, there's a brilliant woman called Jo Solly who that I work with. I've had loads of sessions with her. She's brilliant, um, and I'd recommend checking her page out. And you really do invest in yourself, don't you? Oh yeah, I've spent hundreds of thousands of pounds. Have you? Yeah. How much did the Richard Branson think? That was nearly 50k. Ooh. With the flights and everything. But what is that? It's because you value that so much and you've got so much out of that. I really do. I really do. So I've had all sorts. Do you know what? I've made some really good investments and I've made some not great ones. You so, fail fast, you, with the way you are. Yeah. And then I sort of, do you know what? I noticed, you know, we talked about stories. Yeah. I made a big investment in um, a marketing strategist for a year and it was very clear three months in it wasn't right very masculine, very rigid, just not me. And I noticed last year this story creeping in of you just not very good at hiring people. Um, And I had to really work on that because I've hired some great people. You know, Sonarco's worked with me for six years, but some things I've got right and some things I've got wrong, but the things I've got wrong, I've learned a lot from. And I think you'll know this, as an entrepreneur, we take risks, we fail, we get things right. And you just got to, dust yourself off get back up again and keep yeah. going because it's it's a long game it's not a sprint is it yeah, and yeah. that's really got to be part of the joy of it it doesn't feel like it when you're in the midst of something that you think's gone wrong but that's what you said before about not making that story you yeah. read up about it's a fail and it's your fault and because yeah. the people don't like you and yeah. yeah. where i just like just yourself off and just crack on yeah exactly exactly and just say got it wrong yeah, and you do get things wrong. It's yeah, learning, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Nobody gives you a manual for, I don't yeah. know your story, but nobody gave me a manual of how to run a business. No. No. It's been dark. <laughs> it's been dark. I've been had a few periods like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What is, um, how, how does sort of people get in touch with you then now? Like, say, how would you want them to get in touch with you from this podcast? Do you want them to DM me on Instagram? Do you want them to go to your website? Oh. What, what kind of... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, good question. DMs and Instagram is always good. Yeah. Caroline Britton Coaching. And then I've got my website, which is caroline-britton.com. And there's loads of free resources on there where people can have a, like a look around. Um, but, you know, I kind of just trust how it how it comes in and how it falls in, really. <laughs> you know, people, <laughs> fucking salespeople will be fucking triggering themselves. <laughs> no. like, What's she on about? <laughs> yeah. But Instagram's a good one because I, I really love that platform. That's the one that I use the most. I don't really use the others. I've built a really good community on there. So that's a good one is message me and say. So you don't do any Facebook ads. You don't no. do any marketing. Um, so you're I just do, trusting in the universe. So I, no, I do do marketing. So I don't do, so I do do marketing. So this is marketing. Paid marketing. No, I don't do any paid marketing. No. This is marketing. Everything. Yeah. I see everything as brand awareness every time. I'm showing up to teach, or I'm speaking, or I'm on a podcast, or I write an article, or I do a masterclass, or I'm a guest speaker somewhere, mm-hmm. or I'm on a panel, I get whatever it might be. That's marketing, isn't it? It's like an elevation of my brand. I just don't really do all the kind of click funnel Instagram things. It just never has really suited me. For me, one of my biggest values is freedom. So if anything feels constrictive, never works for me so I have this philosophy in my business and my life is does it give me energy or take away does it make me feel like I'm expanding or constricting and it's that simple yes or no that, that's literally whether it's what I eat what I'm consuming on social media um who I'm in a relationship with how I mother what I'm doing in my business which podcast I'm on that's the question 
And it's a game changer. If you just say, does it give me energy? Does it make me feel like I'm expanding? And it's a yes. It takes away energy and it constricts. It's literally your soul saying, no, not that direction. Are you always this amazing? Like, do you like... Honestly, what's it like? Do people like, you know, you like with your mates and stuff like this? Are you always like this? Because I'm like, can they handle it? Because do you talk like this all the time or, can, or do you... No, I'm definitely like... Do you know, but do conversations bore you when some people like come in and they'll get they'll kind of I don't really like I'm kind of asking for myself here right so I you'd don't like, really like small talk or no. shallow talk do you know what used to do my head in when you know like when you have kids and you go to these like baby groups yeah. I literally couldn't handle it you know like yeah. oh are, are they weaning what are they eating how much are they sleeping I just think oh my god like I can't, I don't really like small talk so. I'm not always like this. I feel, I know I'm going to be totally honest, I feel like I'm really selfish with you because I feel like when I'm in your presence, I need something from you. Right, how do you stop that? Because I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of really drawn to it. I'm like, come on, I need to know this about yeah. myself. Yeah. How do, you, how do you stop that? Do you know, it's really interesting you say that. That is what, I work with an amazing energy woman. I see her twice a month. Mm. That's what I've been working. I feel I'm feeling a lot of energy in my body as I'm saying this to you. I think it's fascinating you brought this up. That's what I worked on most yeah. the last six months of 2023. Is she said people plug into you, yeah. they want something, and I had all these plugs like in 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 yeah, in, yeah. in 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 all of these things, and I've worked on just unplugging everything. Yeah. So I don't feel that energy off you. I definitely don't feel like you're a taker. It just it feels I yeah. feel as um, full of energy as yeah. you do but what I would say is you ask that question about are you always like this by nature I'm very silly and playful yeah so I would say if you're my friends you ask my friends they say she's really fun and she's playful and she's got a good sense of humor so it's I think spirituality doesn't I you know I drink wine and party like it doesn't have to be all deep and serious you can be silly light playful you don't have to be like you know, dressed head to toe and sort of like, whatever, I'm stereotyping, yeah, yeah, yeah. tie-dye with a crystal ball, yeah. being all earnest. I can't, I literally can't stand that level of like, earnest, do what I say, like just be the embodiment of whoever you are, be the truest expression of you. That's like true spirituality and connection for me. In all our guises and all our messiness, that's what it's about, it's not about perfection not about personas it's about being real and that's what i want to encourage people to be is like just be more real be more you and then do the work around all the bits that say it's not safe to do so and that's you know a, a big gift you can give yourself fuck me what do you want me to do with that information <laughs> Jesus lots to Christ. think about i want you to it's like it's insane mate yeah. it's absolutely insane yeah. everything you've said just like really resonated with me and it's like Good. we were supposed I to just... have this conversation her at the beginning yeah of it's beautiful yeah. beautiful yeah. conversation yeah. at the beginning of the year yeah you know and hopefully um, the audience and people watching and listening can get in touch with you yeah it's really yeah. hard people are so lost i know within identity within you know, yeah. who they are, why they've yeah. been put on this planet, what's the purpose, yeah. what role, you know, people don't realise that they're it's amazing, like, the superpower is the, the, probably the most vulnerable and what they think's their biggest weakness. Yeah, and it's just, it's funny, you know, I work with a lot of men, I work with a lot of men in 2023. Yeah. And they'd come and I'd often do it in person, they'd come into, like, it was, I've got an office at the top of my house and it's, it's a really interesting house. It's where um, John Timpson actually lived. He fostered a lot of children. You know Timpson, the key yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. It's got like it's really. You have to come and see the yeah, house. Amazing. It's got a really yeah, like ma to. it's got a really magical energy. And they come in and they sit down and within usually within about ten or fifteen minutes they're often crying and they're like what the fuck they're like I, and it's not necessarily something I've said it's like at the energy of it. A release. I feel yeah I feel like I can I make people feel safe yeah. and they can open. And they might sit and say, you know, I'm a bit lost and it's this, but actually they're holding on to all of these things that have happened when they were six or seven or all these things, or this sense of overwhelming responsibility or wanting to access more of the feminine or anxiety, all of these things that people are holding on to. And sometimes just to be in that safe space of someone who can hold it. And then, and this is where the nuts things happen. I can have a I mean, I could give you so many examples. I mean, I, I love examples. Yeah, so I mean, I had a client, a CEO, come the other day, and I knew that his grandparents had been killed in a 
plane crash almost as soon as he walked in. And another client who, I mean, I have things all. How do you deliver that message? You're not going straight again. You've got to be mindful. You've got to like, you know, it's it's just conversation for him to tell you. Yeah, just yeah, and sort of direct the conversation in that way and say. So, I was doing a session the other day. Just it was about a week before Christmas, and a client had asked me to come to a house and do a session with a group of ten people that I'd never met. And I said I would, and I went in. It was really interesting to me. It was all about health. Um, so it wasn't a session that was supposed to be about health, but the messages I got for most of the people in the room about things that were going on health-wise. So the woman who was sat to my right was telling me about relationships, and they said to me, when I say they, spirit, however you want to put it, said, we need to talk to her about her heart. Now, I knew intuitively she was completely open for me to go in that directly. So I said what we need to talk about your heart and she looked at me and said how do you know she was like supposed to have this bypass I said they're telling me that you've been avoiding medical appointments she said I have and you need to go then that person's mouth literally drops open and then you can see someone on the other side of the room and they'll be telling you and this guy was telling me about his wife had died she was an alcoholic and all of this trauma and they were saying ask him about his dad so he told me about that and I said, oh, and your dad? And I could see how there was the link between why he'd ended up with somebody like that and what had happened with his dad and his childhood. So within a very short space of time, I was able to give him something that his subconscious was burying. So subconscious is 95% of our brain and how we're functioning. That The conscious mind would never have got there. So what a gift to be able to go in a room and say, you need to look at this and this and this and this. And it's buried right back in there but it's almost like I've got a telephone line to something that's telling me this is the root of the issue so you know I don't know whether you looked at my testimonials on my website but if you listen to their videos and read them they say I cannot believe how quickly the transformation came and how quickly there was a shift because I just I just can just go in and know it's just the weirdest thing. I just know. I just know where to go, where in the body, where energetically, where in the stories, where in the patterns, where in the ancestry. And, and yeah, that's, it's, I mean, I'm moving my hands a lot as I'm talking. Like, I get just, I just know. Like you and your tummy, like, I feel it. As soon as I was in the energy, oh, you know. Midnight, eh? Yeah, it's amazing. But what should be, what is the gift, though, Caroline? Isn't it be able to listen to that, but, or, but, but, well, I suppose it's a combination of being able to deliver that to the person and then also, so they're receptive to it, but then also help them actually dissect it so they can actually do something about it. Because it's all right for you to say, oh, like, there's something wrong with your heart. But if you don't deliver that the right way yeah. or say, look, you need to look at this and do this and then and, do yeah. that. Yeah, so I really like, I, I always think my superpower is the ability to be able to understand almost diagnostically what it is and then help people solve it so i'll always give the two yeah so one of my clients danny who's on my website was saying to me saying when he did the video testimonial she's so commercial and so spiritual so i like really fuse both i think i'm really believe in that because i'm very spiritual but i'm very practical and a real thinker and very strategic And this is the whole point of like the Aquarian age and where we're moving. It's not about the patriarchy and masculine energy is awful and the feminine and the matriarchy is great. It isn't. It's about the union of both. We've got to come away from all these things being separate. Separate parts of self, separate parts of, you know, how we show up. It's about bringing everything together. That's This is what it's about this day and age. So we want to be encouraging that. Is can we lean into both energies and all parts of ourselves? And if you were to look at the world and listen to the media and listen to the news, everything, everything is geared around keeping us separate. Yeah. Separate from each other, politically, vaccine, yeah. not vaccine, religion, war, all of it is about separateness. And we are in a society that's also trying to keep us separate from ourselves. That's where the healing needs to be done. And I that's what I feel like when I feel into the energy of what's coming over the next 500 years. It's not, you know, I won't be here then. Well, I'm, you know, in spirit I will be. Um, is that's the shift of being, bringing people back into wholeness with themselves. And when we find wholeness and completion and safety and freedom in ourselves, we stop 
letting that part of us play out in all these other places and it's just going to change everything and it sounds idealistic but I'm coming at this from a very spiritual point of view don't underestimate the power of one person each of us working on ourselves because it has a ripple and it raises the vibration of the planet and it does all these amazing things that we can't even understand and it heals energy going back down ancestral lines heals energy going forwards there's no such thing as time it's all coexisting at once and then there's this huge shift that you see happening so that would be a really great great question for your listeners to think about is how can I come back into more wholeness with self we'll start by listening to yourself start by honoring your feelings stop making things right or wrong and start putting the phone down getting away from the distractions and starting to really say how do I feel here what's going on have that relationship with yourself first and foremost and then we can build from there will you ever at any point just change your bio to just caroline britain psychic no i don't think so maybe you and your branding no i don't know i don't know i'm not saying i'm right or I, wrong i'm just like do I how, how do people you know when they do you know after i've talked to you like yeah. if i was going to say oh yeah character to the psychic yeah I just don't, it's funny, I just don't love the word psychic. Yeah, I, I know, that's the problem, I don't really it? love the word coach. Yeah. It just the feels... The word life coach, the word life. Yeah, I just don't like anything that sticks me yeah. in a box because when I work with a client, it's all the modalities. They might get a mentor, they might get a coach, a psychic, a numerologist, a priest, like whatever, it could be anything. But it's just me, I'm just Caroline... That's who I am. So, yeah, that's fine. You can put yeah. out, but you're not in control of that. Yeah. And you've got no control of me calling you a psychic. I'm yeah. sorry, Caroline. Yeah. You can call me a psychic. But that's what I mean. It's, yeah. It's difficult, isn't it, to kind of put me... Yeah, growth mind mentor of like personal development coach, life coach, and just like whatever. Yeah. But it is a bit like that, isn't yeah. it? It's... It's so funny, isn't it? People tie themselves up in knots. Like, how do I label myself? Yeah. And I just think... So the easiest way I've got around that is rather than telling people what my label is, I explain the transformation that I can give. I get it. I get it, Caroline. But, I mean, yeah. it's just when, when you leave here, it's like the biggest thing I took away from this is that you're a psychic. Yeah, no, I am. I'm definitely like... Do you know what I mean? But I feel that that's the core of you. And you always, you always have been. Obviously, yeah. you've put like business on top of it yeah. and stuff like that. But when it comes down to it and like, you know, you just, you're able to... I think that's true do you know what i really like this my daughter's just started senior school and they were doing about christmas carol yeah and the teacher was telling about this do you believe in ghosts and they were having this conversation about how his wife had seen the psychic lady and she knew exactly what his dad looked like that he played the piano and he had a bowler hat and he was a dancer and did do people believe in it and she's getting a discussion going and she put her hand she told me this. she put her hand up she's quite like quite shy and she said, my mum does this as a job. She's got a business. But she's not, she doesn't look weird. She's like really normal. She like looks normal yeah, yeah. and acts normal and speaks normal. But she can do this. And I thought, like how far have we come? Because when I was eight, I wanted to take a broom, I wanted to take a broomstick into school. I'd asked for a broomstick for Christmas, for Father Christmas. And my yeah. dad had made me one. So shall we, can we, can we just have a conversation about What's the difference between a psychic and you being a witch? <laughs> yeah. A witch, I guess, is somebody who works with... Well, there's different labels, but a witch is somebody who works with magic, rituals. Talk about a white witch, not a dark witch here, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, you know, again, it's like, it's just... I've always, you can see, like, just have this thing around this... Have like, you thought about that label. before, that you might be a witch? Or has that no. ever been presented to you? I'm definitely, definitely I'm a witch. Definitely don't, I, I don't I'm, mean to trigger you, no, but no, you've just been triggered. No, you are definitely a I witch. I am definitely now. a witch because <laughs> I um, I loved the worst witch when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. I asked for a broomstick for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I used to dream of being able to do all of these things, and now I get to basically do it for a living. It's amazing. So yeah, I'm definitely, definitely witch. That's amazing, that. Yeah. Isn't it? And psychic, and like a modern day witch. There you go. There's your new bio. There we go. Modern day witch. A modern day witch, yeah. That's what I feel like. You're cool as fuck. Oh, thanks, Like proper, mate, honestly, yeah. Thank I was you. not expecting this conversation at all. Um, it's amazing. And like looking at you as we're talking, like I can feel 
the activation going on, like your eyes are just like, I feel like there's lots going on. So that's amazing yeah, for yeah. me. I've, I've had can... so, honestly got so much value from it. I mean, this is really, really why I'm doing podcasts, I'm going to be honest with you. I've just spent an hour with somebody amazing oh, who would probably you. charge a lot of money. I'm like, fucking got it for free. <laughs> yeah, right? But on the, on the flip side of it, obviously people are going to get a lot of value from it. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, a million percent. So how much do you rely on your connection and intuition and gut instinct with your business? Is that <clears throat> a lot. Yeah. Um, I didn't realise, I think um, I've definitely had a little bit of an epiphany talking to you a little bit. There's been a cathartic moment where maybe I do need to lean into it a little bit where I've almost dismissed it and just thought, oh, it's just, you know, something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, intuition and connection and, and yeah. reading people is very... Yeah. Yeah. You know, understanding people, asking what the vision is and what yeah. they what they really I want. Yeah. I think our purpose as Tim Mar is to help people find their purpose. Yeah. Um, and, and we do that through branding and coaching in a way. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of it, it's not what it looks like, but what it feels like. I love that. So yeah. I bet because I bet people come and they don't really know yeah, they what want they, want, they want, and then the you'll website. be like, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. it's this. So it's like almost like you're accessing that yeah. vision for them. Yeah. I had a message the other day, we had a consultation with a girl and um, I, I just said, what's the three A's about? What, what are the three A's? I'm just like, I haven't got a fucking clue. I just, I'm just going to say, it, I don't care. Um, she goes, that's the recruitment agency we spoke at, like AAA recruitment. Yeah. I said, that them AAAs are going to be your new brand name yeah. for some reason. Yeah. What's the, th-? and then she came out with this thing called Agatha. And I'm like, what's that? It's just, well, it's something I've been thinking about for my brand name. And it's, why it's that? Um, and she's like, I'm just like, I have phone homes, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's it, that's it, that's it. That's what you make me doing. I love that. And because it's yeah. such, I find it such a shortcut. It's like we can, our mind will have a sink, there's this long route. And then actually, if we can just go with the flow, so rather mm. than fighting against what's coming and what's not working, it's like you're always being guided. And yeah. it can be even more amazing than you think if you just stop like trying yeah. to cling on, make it go in a certain direction or do it a certain way. Mm. And the more that we lean into that, I think particularly in business, you know, it's blown my mind the way my, I had no idea six years ago my business would be where it is now. Yeah. I think that's, that's the difference between, you've not really got a business, Caroline, you've got a brand. And that's the difference. Brand is very spiritual. And people kind of, that's, I think that's what we do. I think, I think we kind of humanize businesses and make them into brands and they're a lot more about connection and personality and feeling things yeah. and you know trusting in the process and yeah. things like that. People need to really lean into the into the brand, and that's what you do is I you lean that. into Caroline Britain and that, that and that brand, and because of it, more people buy from your business. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I really do, and that's really like struck a chord. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful, isn't it? It's beautiful. This is such a great chat. I feel like we've yeah. literally, like it has flown by. Yeah. It's been an amazing conversation. It's like, I wish people could feel the energy in the room. Yeah. I don't know whether you can feel it. I don't know whether, but it's like, it's like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's really, mint, isn't it? Yeah, it's mint. it really is. Just need to get, I can, you know what I mean? You can't do it on your own. I can't do it on my own. We need more people who are spreading this message. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just spreading a message of love, isn't it? Just fucking loving each other, loving yourself yeah. and loving each other. Yeah. Bit yeah. And collaborating yeah. and using the power of like these platforms and your word and your experiences to help reach people. And I just trust, I trust this will land for people at the perfect time and unlock whatever it is that needed to be unlocked. And that's the beauty of this work is, you know, I could say something and it might not land with somebody. You can say something and they just get it yeah. and it resonates. Or I could hear something three years ago and not be ready for it and hear it today and it's like, oh my God, that's changed everything. We just, it lands at the perfect time. Like There's a greater force that knows exactly what it's doing. Doesn't it? Yeah. What, before we wrap up, mate, what, what does success look like to you? What, what is success? Um, success for me is about feeling free. Free to be who I am. Um free to be the fullest expression of me i just feel like i'm stepping more and more into who i really am all the time um to feel joy peace is a big one for me um and i really want to leave this earth having made a big difference 
like that legacy piece is really important to me. I really, I really want to leave this world and I've like, I've done some good, like big scale, big, big, done some good. Oh, I know, I know, yeah. I know, I know. And that, that for me is success is yeah. when people say, God, oh, Caroline Britton, like she made me feel like this and she helped change my life. And that's, that's what it is for me. Um, so yeah. Yeah. It's not up to you to define who you are. People are going to call you a witch. People are going to call you a yeah, psychic. True. People are going to call you whatever they want to do, true. aren't they? Yeah. And it's just owning it. It's owning all facets. I think that's really important is, yeah. like I said to you, there's all these bits to me. Like I can have a really deep conversation and talk about this and be really silly and playful. Yeah. I can be... I can be in meditation and movement and I can be out clubbing and drinking wine with my friends. It's like, I'm here for all of it. I've always been like that as a ch since a child, I always want to just get the most out of everything. So, you know, when I go on holiday, I want to have like done a run, swam, done a class, explored a mountain, done all of this by like 10 o'clock. Cause I just can't get enough of life. I've always yeah. felt like that. So, um, like really intentionally calling more of that in, in 2024 20, for me. It's like, just let's get as much as I can from this wonderful and short-lived experience that we have. Appreciate it, Caroline. Thank you for having me and for the chat. It's been amazing. Yeah. Love it. One of my favourite podcasts Good. I've ever done. Mine as well, to be fair. Yeah. Mine. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you for listening, everybody. Goodbye. with the best